This is a Ward Scott Files advisory. The Ward Scott Files podcast may contain material not suited for people who are easily offended. Trust us on this. This show contains adult information and opinions. Please protect small children, sensitive pets, fragile houseplants, and liberal relatives. Thank you. Warthog. He's going to come up the steps. Here he comes. Oh my goodness, and he's huge. Hello, boy. I wonder if we can pet him. Hi, boy. Can we touch him? No, don't. Help me! Help! Help! Good morning, good morning, Professor Ward Scott here in the manly Warthog Man Cave here in the Melbourne Law Studio. And Melvin Law, as you know, with 50 years of experience, is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Melvin Law won't back down. The Warthog Command Center protected 24-7, 365 by crime prevention. So worry less with crime, your prevention security systems. You can contact them at cpss.net. Now, I've got to tell you that there's a lot of things going on today that are going to be of interest to you. Today is our open line, Friday, 352-389-389. 3997. That's 352-389-3997. And uh, we're going to get into a little bit of an update on some of the uh, situations that we're facing here uh, in um, a voter beep. So um, that'll be interesting. We'll have probably a call in from our investigator instigator. But uh, before we start, I really want to give a real big shout out to something that's going on right now and the sports world uh, is really something for the Gators to be proud of. And that is the Lady Gators softball team. Uh, they did uh, a, a magnificent job yesterday of winning their first round. Uh, the coach, uh, Tim Walton, has, I've been watching them. I've been going to the games. I like these uh, softball ladies. Um, they are world-class and uh, he's done a great job of blending them together in a winning formula. Uh, they steal bases, they bunt, they, are a fantastic uh, fielding team. Um, their pitching has been a little bit subpar, but I think he's figured out a way to rotate his pitchers and get the most out of them. And I think the thing that he's done, the best job he's done is change the starting pitcher uh, and put uh, a, a, a different pitcher in than one had been habitually starting and ended up losing a couple of runs right off the bat. So that's given us a psychological advantage. So well, that's been an exciting thing to watch. Uh, the other thing locally is the baseball team kicks off its regional playoffs today. And um, that is always a plus for the heads and beds in Alachua County because so many people come here to see these regional playoff systems like this and they have to stay somewhere and they have to stay in our local hotels. And we have a tax called a bed tax, which is the heads to beds. And uh, it is a great financial boon. It's a financial boon to the restaurants. I know that the restaurants uh, along uh, the various places in town are very excited about this because um, one of the other big draws we have in the spring, of course, has always been the, the uh, drags that uh, bring in so many people from across the country. Um, so it is, um, it is a, a big weekend financially, possibly, for the Gators. Uh, hoteliers and restaurant tours uh, because of the uh, baseball tournament. I don't have any idea how they'll do. Um, they seem to have ups and downs and perhaps uh, not the strongest squad they've had in the past. But nevertheless, we've got the event going on here in town. 
and economically, it's a huge asset. The other thing that's exciting to talk about is the fin- uh, the win by the Celtics over the Warriors, and I watched that game. I think what did it was the tra- fantastic def- defense by the Celtics. The Celtics kept those Warriors out there shooting their three-point shots, and after a while, of course, they make them, but they don't get inside and make much off the board, and they've been able to keep those people off the board, whereas they've been able to get to the board plus make three-point shots, and I think that's been the difference. Um, all along, Barkley and his crew have favored the Celtics to win it all. So if you're a basketball fan, it doesn't get much better than uh, right now for what's going on in um, the, the uh, National Basketball Association world. In terms of tennis, uh, we've got a very interesting uh, French Open ladies final in that we've got an undefeated lady from Poland who's only just turned 21, who is right on the verge of breaking the Serena uh, Williams, uh, the Williams sisters uh, a record for wins. Um, uh, of course, uh, one sister had 35. I think the other had 36. So this young lady, Sweet Tech, I think is her name, is, is from Poland. And she's right there knocking on the door, has 34, 35. So she can break it or tie it or whatever. But she's right there. And she's going to play the American phenom, Coco Golf, who's only 18. Uh, I am favoring the Polish girl. I think the Polish girl is powerful and uh, well-coached and uh, will deliver a, a victory again. It's uh, something to really watch if you're watching um, this summer world of tennis because we rotate all the way down to where we complete with the New York uh, world and we get to the U.S. Open. So uh, this is really quite something. Of course, Wimbledon will be coming up next. And Wilmington's controversial because they've banned Russian players. And uh, that that is, I, I'm not entirely in favor of that. You shouldn't punish the players. Uh, they didn't start the war uh, just because they are from, uh, some of them are from changing borders, Belarus and these places, they've changed their borders over the years. And it's difficult for them to even know where they're from. And a lot of them don't even live there. They train here in the United States. And of course, were born or have their ancestry in say Russia, but they're not really living in Russia. So that's going to be a controversial uh, situation. It comes up in the uh, uh, pro tennis world. Uh, Wimbledon coming up after the French Open. Uh, in terms of the men's side, you have this incredible uh, delivery, once again, of victory after victory by uh, Nadal, who began uh, winning there in the French Open when he was 18. Uh, my golly, he's in his early 30s now. Um, he's a very determined guy. I've never seen anybody with quite the will to win this guy has got, nor has anybody else who've watched professional tennis. Um, um, he's, 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 he's an iron man. And in this kind of game where it's five sets, he wears opponent down and, and has learned to play more economically with the limitations of age and visit us all. So there's been some exciting things going on in sports. And I, I know it's not Coach Hogg's locker room, but uh, I nevertheless thought I'd better pay a little attention to it uh, and that we've got uh, some great events for you to participate in either uh, on, the, on the, uh, the couch there as you watch the softball games uh, and the basketball games. Or if you want to go out to uh, the baseball world, you can see the game uh, regional here live and in person. <clears throat> uh, and in terms of uh, this, that, that the local, now we go over to the to the to the city, I want to do a little bit of just a quick summary on the city. Uh, the city is its usual dysfunctional self, um, making inclusionary zones and freely out to 
uh, negatively impact neighborhoods, which have been the strength of the city all these years. And, and you know, in, a, in an attempt to really, uh, I, you know, really commun communistically approach the economic development is about the only way I can see it. Uh, but you're welcome to differ with my opinion on that. Uh, the strength of the city has been neighborhoods and neighborhoods are being uh, challenged now by this forced inclusion into it of quote unquote affordable housing and more density and all that sort of business. Um, it's not going to end anytime soon. Uh, this is a, a, a magic potent potion that they've, dr they've, con they've con uh, drank and they're all into it now and intoxicated on it. Meanwhile, they don't have enough records to even perform a, a, a responsible financial accounting of the city. They don't know where the money is. They don't know where the records are. They have used GRU as a cash cow. We've got a lot of people lining up to challenge the status quo of the city commission. A lot of people running for mayor. Um, I don't know who's going to emerge from that pack. Uh, hopefully any of them will be better than what we got. It's hard to be worse than what we got. So uh, with the exception of banana pudding, I think, and one of the others, the poodle or somebody else who thinks he can be the mayor. Uh, it's a crazy, it's a crazy place. And um, just be happy you don't live there if you're not in Gainesville. And if you do, you might want to think about ways to get out. Um, it's, it's, it's not going to be improving any, anytime soon. Um, the problem with this whole development of a sports complex on the east side of town is that there are no hotels there. There are no restaurants there and they're never going to be. Um, I've been around this community since 1961. There's just not going to be anything in the east side of town. Not until the culture cleans up its crime, uh, not until it becomes uh, an integral part of the, uh, the community, um, will people feel comfortable going to that side of town. Uh, so you won't see anything much develop there. Uh, I've always felt that the only possible help it had was killed Plum Creek would have helped develop that side of the county. But, you know, the infinite wisdom of the no-growthers, Barley, Hutchinson, and Cornell, um, they all killed that and made sure there'd be nothing on the east side of town. So um, you're not going to see anything happen um, of substance with any, even if a sports complex should somehow they spend their money on that. It's not going to be um, anything that the broader community visits much. And once upon a time, it was Citizens Field and when I coached, we played there at Citizens Field, and, and uh, it was a little, it was getting a little iffy then, even. So um, uh, you know, it is much much worse now than it was then in terms of comfortability, being comfortable there, if you if you will. Um, the the uh, uh, on the state level, DeSantis is winning victory after victory. The uh, and, and and God bless him. Um, the courts have said we're not going to tamper with his redistricting. The audacity of people to claim. Uh, that this was a, a, a stab at uh, being um, setting up Republican strongholds. You know, um, that kind of gobbledygook crap out of the media is irresponsible, is unethical, it doesn't help. Um, Politico sets it up, you're fine out. I mean, it's kind of a liberal rag, uh, uh, Politico is. Uh, I just want to read a line out of that opening sentence of his. Now, he publishes us too, so, but we got in mind, we know what he's all about. Um, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' push to withdraw the state's congressional map and give, here's the, here's the kicker, give a substantial advantage to Republicans uh, will likely remain in place for this year's elections. A substantial advantage to Republicans. You know, uh, this woke culture 
which is comprised of the Democrats, is, 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 is mean, is aggressive, it's, it's dangerous, uh, it's abusive. Uh, it, it has been getting away unchallenged until DeSantis came along. And DeSantis has said, hey, two can play this game. If you want to gerrymander a district around something like Corrine Brown to be elected year after year after year after year, when she's just crooked as a dog's hind leg, and in fact, her gerrymandered district roughly looked like a dog's hind leg, well, then we're, we're going to straighten this all out and we're going to make it uh, based upon geography and population and, and so be it. And yet the race card gets played by the left, gets played by the black pastors. You know, there's a push right now in this community of Gainesville to have early voting on Sunday. All that is is, an, all that is, is, an, is, is a, a plus for black pastors on Sunday to tell voters how to vote. They've been doing it forever, been doing it forever. And uh, this will just enhance it and make it more. There you got your flock in the church. And, you know, yours truly here, by the way, is the only one to ever make the black pastors voting ballot. Um, you, me, me, the racist, right? The guy who has this, uh, these people go around and tell my sponsors that I'm a racist. I made the black uh, 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 pastor voting ballot, okay? And the voting ballot is a sheet of paper that the pastors give their uh, congregation to look at when they go in to vote. And whoever's name is checked off by the pastors is who they vote for. I've been on that list. I'm the only white guy to ever be on that list that I know of. So there you are. Play the race car. I mean, come on. So if you move it to, you know, if, if and I, I was a Democrat then. You see, remember, you have to remember, I was a Democrat then before I woke up. And, and you see, uh, there's not going to be any Republican ever on a black pastors. They just locked into that. That's their head, herd mentality. Absolutely unable to change, unable to look at anything objectively on the merits of the individual. It's just herd mentality. And so if you try to move early voting in Gainesville, extend it to Sunday before, now you're just going to organize more of the black minister's ballot and make it more difficult for the Republican to get a, um, a, a, a you know, a, a, a foot in the door. So it, it is, um, it's just the way it's organized. And, you know, we're going to get into in a minute here, this dismal supervisor elections office that we've got. Um, it, it is it is a real, in fact, I've titled the show today, The Chummy Web of Brokers. And I stole that out of a, a Wall Street Journal analysis of what happened with Clinton and all her phony uh, work and trying to bring down Trump. Uh, and in one of the articles, which I've been researching, that phrase came up, the chummy web of brokers. It reminds me of our local scene. All these people are so chummy. Uh, you can't break into this chummy thing unless you belong to the right fraternity, you, so to speak, which is the Democrat Party. Uh, you, you belong if you're in the liar organization. You you hang out with the judges and the judges hang out with you. Um, it, it is 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 right on the verge of being uh, a banana republic. And and nobody much calls her hand on it. Nobody much takes the time to do the investigation. And so we're going to be shining a light on that increasingly because there's some big time stuff coming down. That's not going to be covered on the Channel 20 News. It's not going to be covered uh, in, in, uh, in the Gainesville Sunset unless we give it to them. Uh, they, won't have, they don't have the ability to find it themselves. So um, it's, going to be, it's going to be interesting. But find out is over here trying to already tanked the water by saying, oh, well, this is just giving the Republicans advantage. How about if you just give common sense an advantage? How about if you give, you know, the other thing that's really got them ticked off 
is DeSantis has said to the Tampa Bay Rays, listen, you guys keep running your mouths uh, about anti-gun legislation and how bad guns are and all this stuff, and I'll just yank $35 million out of your practice facility, What you did. God bless him. God bless him. The Tampa Bay Rays have got no business opening their mouth about guns. Hey, you just stick to baseball, brother. That's what you do, okay? You see if you can hit the pitch, all right? And keep your nose out of something that's not your business, um, you know, as an organized sport. Well, DeSantis understands that. If you're going to try to do business here and start trying to load the deck up with some of this woke corporation stuff, we'll just yank your funding. Well, thank goodness. By the way, he has restored funding to Olancho County, as I understand it, in this budget, which, you know, was yanked whenever we got down, looked like we we're going to get on this crazy critical race theory of ex of, of um, diversity and inclusion. So uh, there you there you are. I mean, you know, he he put some back and he took some out. And thank goodness he he uh, and in the budget, apparently will be enough money now to run this FDLE elections, a beep. Uh, squad, police squad, and maybe we'll get off the dime then. These supervisor elections are terrible. They don't do they don't do any any work beyond just the obligatory role that they have got to do. And I'm I'm saying Republicans are, are about as guilty of this, but we got the worst case example seems to be here. Uh, so so we're going to have some interesting things to talk about here in a minute about how this is going to shake out here. So right now, DeSantis is um, um, not going to tolerate what he calls the musings of woke corporations. Uh, he started with Disney, he ran their yak about the LGBTQWXYZTUVW. And uh, he said, okay, you guys, you don't need your special tax district anymore. If you want to be uh, using uh, us to help you, then we're not going to help you if you try to criticize us. God bless him. I mean, that's what we really need. Uh, we got a bunch of cowards. We got People who, well, I really like Ward Scott, but I just can't say it publicly, you know, but I listen to him all the time privately. Oh, boy, I, I listen to him. Um, Ramsey Samurai is so amazed that he got a call yesterday from Ken Cornell after Ramsey was on the show. Um, what does he think is going on? What does he think? What does Ramsey Samurai think is going on? Uh, you know, I'm out there monitored 24-7 by these lefties. They want to know what the heck is going on. They can't find out anywhere else. So and I'm just a one man band. I have no staff. I've got my production guy. God bless him. He's a great help. And that's it. I don't have any. I don't have a sales force. I don't have any of that. You're looking at it. You're looking at it, the total package. And I'm, I'm not very good at going out and trying to beg money for myself. I don't do that. I have got my hands full right now trying to report accurately what's going on. I don't have a sales force. Okay. So, so it's, uh, you know, we've got some good donors, you know, but God knows we'd always stand more. But, you know, this stuff doesn't come, you know, the community, I don't know how else to say it. The community needs to start participating to push back on these woke corporations, these woke lefties. And God bless DeSantis, he is doing it. He has got his sleeves rolled up and he says, hey, listen, two can play this game and we can play it big time. You know, we can take 35 million away from you, big time. Watchville County, we can take your budget away, big time. Hey, you start goofing off with the school system curriculum, we can fix that, big time. Let's teach the three R's, let's teach critical thinking. Let's stay out of this mess about which pronouns we use. I'm gonna get into that sometime. I mean, that has really gotten on my bad side as well. 
So right now we've got the courts upholding DeSantis in time for this election coming up on the redistricting. And we've got a DeSantis pushing back on these woke corporations that are trying to play hardball and, and uh, everything, every, you know, packing the court. You know, we interviewed Kat Kamek and Kat Kamek says the biggest war is getting ready to heat up. This is as mindless, uh, emotionally driven attack on the Second Amendment. We've got a we've got a president as the most irresponsible remarks. And I've listened to a lot of presidents in my lifetime. I go all the way back. I don't remember him, but I was around for Roosevelt. I don't remember him. I do remember Truman very vividly. So, I, you know, take it on forward from there. I've been around for all those presidents. And this by far is the goofiest one in my lifetime. This guy is nothing short of stairway that doesn't lead to the top. And, 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 and he's, you know, it's amazing the, the, the crap that he comes up with, a lot of which is just a bald-faced untruth. Uh, his business about it being going to the Naval Academy, that, that is a bunch of crap. Uh, they've straightened out all that. He, I don't even know if he knows he says it, but it's, um, it's really something uh, to behold. And, and, and um, so we've got a bully pulpit out of the White House that the press doesn't criticize. But let we have a bully pulled out of the Tallahassee uh, what, uh, uh, governor's office and the, he's criticized. That ain't going to work. The people are not that dumb, particularly when there's five, six dollar a gallon gas. Listen, let me tell you something about batteries, okay? Before we get into our local story here, which we're going to get into about the voter beat, um, batteries, just batteries. Um, a battery for an Echo chainsaw. An Echo chainsaw is a very nice chainsaw. I is I've got, of course, I've got a one run by gas, but I've also got one run by. The battery, I mean, for those smaller jobs, I mean, it's really very good, but doesn't turn the RPMs the gas does, but it's adequate. And, and lo and behold, what happens to that? The battery dies, okay? The battery dies. I've got this machine in, 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 in the shed I can't use. I can't use. There's no batteries, Okay. I go to the dealer and say, I got, you know, what's going on? Oh, these batteries are bad. These are electric batteries. Now, I'm not even to the car yet, okay? These are electric batteries run chainsaw. What's wrong with this battery? Oh, it's a whole bad batch of them. And we're waiting on replacement. Guess how long I've been waiting on replacement? Two months. Two months. So I go to Amazon.com, these places, to see if they got They got them. How much you think a battery for an Echo chainsaw costs? Almost $300. Are you kidding me? So now what are we going to do when the car batteries fail? I'm not talking about your little battery, that 12-volt baby that runs. I'm talking about runs your whole dadgum machine. What are you going to do when that thing pukes up the ghost and you're sitting in the middle of I-75 stuck? Ain't nobody come along with a battery. I mean, come on. There's more of this crap going on now. We need somebody who's got some common sense. We need somebody to fight back on this woke corporations. Um, I read the other day some comments by a great mind here in this community. I'm going to contact him, see if you might want to come on the show. I'm not going to mention his name. He's one of the really brilliant people in this community. And he spelled out exactly the hoax of climate change. And it is so well done and so well thought out. You know exactly the guy knows what he's talking about. 
He's not running for office. He's not trying to make money off what he says out of the Oval Office. He's not trying to scare the public to vote for him. He's just sitting there as a scientist talking about what the facts are. So it, it, is, it is really mind-boggling that we don't have more of that. But we have people who are afraid all up and down the waterfront here. They don't want to open their mouth. They don't want that. Oh, they're fear one less. They'll sell one less hot dog or, you know, God bless the sponsors. If you see the sponsors here, you patronize them. Buddy, they are tough people. Uh, they're good people. They're solid members of the community. And, uh, and, you know, I wish I had a dozen more, but thank God. So and I thank the donors. And there's a couple of you keep keep kind of keep the lights on. So uh, we appreciate that quite a bit. Um, uh, Plantation Mark, I don't know what, you know, I don't know what your steel gas is, but uh, you told, you go, (laughs) that's a gas. You go try to find a a battery, my buddy, my buddy right now. If you can find one up there in Virginia, send it on down to me. Uh, I think it's a 53 volt. I looked it up the other day. Uh, Anyway, uh, I'm going to, what I'm going to do here for a minute here is I'm going to uh, uh, maybe take a break at the bottom of the hour a little bit early because I want to, um, 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 have his phone line open and hopefully investigator instigator will call in. I'm going to get into where we are with the felony conviction offenses. You don't want to miss this. It, it is it is really, really something else again. And um, uh, we're going to shut the stage for it and we come back. We will put up on the screen. Um, um, we've got these. Well, let, me, let me put it to you this way. We've got these offenders coming back from the big house, from the Florida State Prison, where they've been. Uh, to come back to face the charges uh, for perjury for voting when they hadn't paid off their bills as being convicted felon. And uh, you would have the, the they would have you believe that these are just absent-minded guys who happen to trip up once or twice along the way. Uh, I want you to take a look at the rap sheets when we get back. You will see uh, that the uh, these are not just your average guy who happened to make a single mistake. This is a guy with a long, long history uh, of, of, of things that are going wrong in his life. And he stopped counting a long time ago. Now, what's happened is uh, the supervisor elections, as you know, went in and signed them up. What person in his right mind would assume that these guys were squeaky clean when they signed them up? I, I don't know what person in his right, first of all, to go to the jail. And secondly, to go into the jail and sign them up. I mean, that doesn't pass the smell test. And yet we have a, 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 a supervisor elections and a state attorney. And I got to tell you, the title of the show today is the chummy web of brokers. There's a chummy relationship, it appears, between the state attorney and the supervisor elections. A chummy relationship because they've teamed up to hold responsible the guys which... The supervisor elections signed up. So we're going to be right back after we, at the bottom of the hour after we thank our sponsors. And uh, we're going to put up the uh, a list of transgressions from our uh, uh, hapless victims who are now being transported back here to the Lachlan County Jail to, to await whatever. Uh, we have a prediction of what we think the state attorney is going to do. Probably end up dropping it. Um, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Uh, there actually being justice come out of this in any way, shape, or form. Because if you really went after the culprit, it seems to a lot of us you'd have to go after the supervisor. Office. Right back on the Ward Scott Files. Stay tuned. This is Ward Scott, and I want to thank all our sponsors who keep the show going and pay the bills. 
The Ward Scott Files premium sponsors are Crime Prevention Security Systems, large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Melvin Law, the only official injury partner of the Florida Gators. The Ward Scott Files gold sponsors are Maurice T. McDaniel, Shoot GTR, On the Spot Dry Cleaners, R&R Construction, and Style Cuts. If you are interested in promoting your business on the show, you can visit our website, www.awardscottfiles.com, and click on the Advertise Here banner on the right side of the page or call my friend Freddie at 352-284-3733. Again, thank you to all the great businesses that support the Wardscott Files. And remember, if you like the show, thank our sponsors and support the businesses that support us. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Or that very much surprises me that you've never been tased. You can't handle the truth! All these poop. Uh, warthog. He's gonna come up the steps. Here he comes. Oh my goodness, and he's huge. Hello, boy. I wonder if we can pet him. Hi, boy. Can we touch him? No, don't. Help me. Help. Welcome back to Ward Scott Files. Professor Ward Scott here in the Manly Warthog Command Center inside the Melbourne Law Studio. 50 years of experience. The only official law firm partner in the University of Florida. They won't back down. Well, uh, we're going to put up here on the screen in a minute. Um, I've got two or three computers going, and I get the high sign from my production guys when it's up. But uh, um, we there it is. There we go. Now, this is public record, so we're not invading anybody's privacy here. Uh, uh, these are uh, the uh, poor hapless souls who were signed up by T.J. Pichet, uh, who uh, then um, were ineligible and according to the charges perjured themselves after this long FDLE investigation, which I think took about eight months. Um, the thing I want you to notice, and I'm going to go down through these is um, this only, this does not include sentences of 12 months or less. You're only looking at sentences that are 12 months or more. All right. So uh, you're just looking at the hard time that these guys have done. All right. You're not looking at, you know, all the little petty stuff that comes along that you might see in the mug shots where so-and-so, um, you know, took money from the till or something. These, these are the hard, this is just a hard time. So what you can de determine from looking at this is that um, uh, you can forget the idea that these people uh, have forgotten they had an obscure felony. Um, that's, not, that's not these characters, okay? They didn't have... Uh, 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 brain fog. They didn't all of a sudden wonder, geez, you know, maybe Mr. T.J. Pichet, I didn't pay something. Wow. It's not even on their radar, I would submit to you. If you have a past like this, if this is your professional resume, I don't think 
You probably think when a guy like T. Pichet comes into the jailhouse that you've died and gone to heaven. I mean, what? Of course, if you're a criminal, I can I'll assure you that criminals think that straight people are nuts. All right. And they think that the only difference between them and the straight people, they think the straight people are criminals as well, but they are in the mysterious chummy web of brokers. And they can get away with things because um, they're not any different from us, they say, the criminals, except they got influence. Um, maybe they went off and got a job at the supervisor elections. Maybe they went off, but they're no different. They're not any more morally clean than I am. Don't think that for a moment. And if there's ever a case that's ever made you take a look at this, this is. I mean, you know, these are... This is the resume of these these fellows. And uh, what it points out to you is something we've been saying all along. And that is that the uh, voting system is is uh, is an honor system. You know, nobody checks up to see if you're lying. The supervised elections, they don't they don't check up. You know, I mean, what? The most obvious case is the Yama McGraw deal. If she wanted to come in here and claim that she lived in uh, uh, Timbuktu, I mean, that's, you know, we're not going to check in. But if a voter comes in and wants to say, well, we're not going to check into that, you know, it's not going to do it. They don't do it. I don't know what they do, but they don't do that. And, but this is particularly peculiar because this was an outreach program. They went looking for these guys. The supervisor elections office went looking for them, actually went down and signed the roster and signed in. And we have that roster. We know when they signed in. We know how long they were there. We don't ever we know everywhere they went because these pods are broken up in terms of different transgressions. But, you know, there was, he was in it for quite a while. We don't know what he said because they redacted that uh, and we can't see it because it's uh, supposedly uh, as a criminal investigation. So the honor system is not the honor system. I, I can tell you the only honor system I've ever been a part of is when I went to military school. And by golly, we had an honor system. And it was very simple. Thou shalt not uh, lie, cheat, or steal. And hey, if you did any of that, you were removed from the core. All right? You were removed from the core. You were expelled from the institution. Period. No questions asked if you were to lie, cheat, or steal. We had a young man who came in there to military school one day from uh, a place in Mississippi. I'm not going to say the name, but he had burned his school down. And he was so young. He was a, a ninth grader. And our, our, our military school went from the ninth grade until the sophomore year of community college. Um, he was so young that they said, we can't send him to prison. Uh, and he was little and he was vulnerable. And, 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 uh, and, and so um, they sent him to military school. And of course, we old boys here, we immediately nicknamed him the torch. And, you know, so the torch was among us in the battle group. And by golly, one day the torch was gone. And why was the torch gone? Because he stole his roommate's pocket knife. Well, we don't lock things up. We don't look over our shoulder. That doesn't happen. You're not one of us. If you're that way, you're not one of us. 
And so the torch was gone, period. And I have to tell you, I laughed like crazy when I came here to the University of Florida. It was, quote, unquote, on the honor system. And I tell you the story when I went down by the singing silo, what we call the singing silo, which is the big bells that go off there in, in, the, in the Plaza of America's uh, chime, used to anyway. And uh, they had a box of apples there. And he said, you know, apples, you're on the honor system. And uh, there were no apples in the box, but there was no money in the change either. And all you had to do was put in a nickel and you got an apple. So if there were no apples, the doggone change thing should have been full of nickels. It wasn't. They just stole the apples. And I laughed to myself. I was standing there thinking, this is an honor system? you got to be kidding me. You know, you got to be kidding me. So this whole voter thing is set up on an honor system, but nobody checks it. And they're either too lazy or incompetent or nobody's made them. And so we got these hapless guys here. Um, that you see the sheet uh, there, uh, and um, there you are. They, they, they are, uh, I mean, let's just take a look at one of them, poor fellow. Um, uh, take a look at Arthur Lang, uh, for example. <clears throat> I don't see it. There it is. Oh, my golly. Uh, this is being back all the way to 1999, my good friends. Um, we got the last one, which was um, uh, 2020. Um, a uh, burglary, grand theft, resisting the officer with violence, um, a lot of drug possession, fleeing the cops, Leo felony, free and elude. Um, this, that's, that's one. We've got one murderer in here, I think. It was broken down to manslaughter. Um, let's see here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking around here as I, I'm looking with you. Um, we got a lot of domestic battery. Um, you know, that's always a nice one, huh? Here's grand theft. Um, um, and, you know, it, it's just a, um, it's quite a crowd here. And and um, we've got one still that hasn't been picked up uh, that's still out there, as I understand. Um, he's lawyered up and he hasn't been picked up. Um, and here's some here's, um, weapons and you know, here's felonies with weapons. Oh, well, they're just, they just forgot to pay, right? I mean, that's all there is to it. They just forgot to pay. And I'm going to tell you right now that nobody, they would have gotten away with this. Uh, the supervisor elections would have gotten away with this had it not been for the routine vigilance of the data investigator who just routinely combs through the data banks once in a while to see where the voters are voting from and came along and saw this long list of voters who were using the very same, very same address, looks up the address, turns out the address is the county jug. Well, what's that all about? You mean you got, you got people in the county jug? How do the people in the county jug vote? Well, you start looking into that and you pull the records on who came there and all of a sudden you see who came there uh, was the supervisor of elections, T.J. Pichet, who we understand later took the fifth. And, and so, then we take it to the uh, state attorney and the state attorney tells us, oh, it's a very low priority for me. I'm not going to mess with it. I'll give it to, um, um, and well, initially he took it to the sheriff and the sheriff gave it to FDLE. It's my understanding that the state attorney never gave it to FDLE. The sheriff did. And so away it goes to FDLE and they do an eight month investigation and they do a report and say, this is horrible. I mean, this, this, whole, this whole behavior of the supervisor elections office needs to be looked at. I don't think it's going to get looked at. She just got a certificate for something. I mean, for come on, are you kidding me? 
Nothing's going to change. Now, we're going to see what happens with these guys. This can drag out over the summer, and it should. I mean, meanwhile, uh, we had this group down in Orlando. They were going to step up and protect all these guys because most of them are black. And they were going to take the point of view that, oh, my golly, this rap sheet here is only because they're black. No, it's not. It's because they're criminals. So they've kind of disappeared. They were going to come up with all this money and all this defense of these people. Haven't seen any of it. Okay. So uh, there you are. Uh, the FDLE now has money to uh, pursue this sort of thing. And perhaps we don't have to wait on, around anymore on so, uh, local state attorneys. Now, the, the state attorney said, oh, I've got this program set up where if you think let me just take a look at this right here. Let's take a look at Arthur Lang. If Arthur Lang, who has 29 um, hard time uh, convictions here, if Arthur Lang wanted to know if he could vote after the supervisor election representative came into the jug, he could call up the state attorney himself, one Brian Kramer. He could call him up. Are you ready for this? You believe this? He could call him up and he could say, Mr. Kramer, I'm down here in the jug. Uh, by the way, if you take a look at my record, I've got my record dates all the way back to 1999. And my last transgression, my dear heart, Mr. State Attorney, uh, that is in 2020. And I had grand theft at 10K. <clears throat> I'm just wondering, can I vote? Now, this is what I'm supposed to believe is going to happen. OK, can I vote? It's kind of it kind of stretches. It kind of stretches credibility, does it not? Open line here. If somebody needs to call in and talk about it, I'm sure we're interested. 352-389-3997. So um, we have got this going on uh, across the nation. I just wanted to go through and enlarge a little bit with you uh, on uh, um, what is going on across the nation with, uh, with the chummy relationship <clears throat> the chummy relationship that's, um, um, let's see what Jim Murphy's saying. Supervisor elections offers encourage you to register and vote. Why would you question your eligibility? That's the whole riddle, Jim. That's the entire riddle. If the supervisor elections office comes into the jail, holds a clipboard under your nose, and this, by the way, Jim, is nine days after the supervisor elections knew they shouldn't be doing that. So they go in there nine days after they know they're not, they shouldn't be doing it and hold a clipboard under your nose and say, oh, come on, sign up. Everything will be hunky-dory. What were they trying to do? You, you know, really, why would they do that? <clears throat> and, you know, that's, that's a very interesting question. We know that behind all this thing is Zuckerbucks, that there was $700,000 dumped on Barton by Zuckerberg. Seven hundred thousand dollars so uh is entrapment a viable defense it certainly comes to my mind jim murphy perjury entrapment is a pretty well-known gimmick that is often used by state attorneys um and and it's uh, i know of a case where brad king used it so it's it's um or allegedly used it let's put it that way i covered that story very intensely once upon a time when I was on the radio, Brad King, the state attorney, and this Seth Brewer, who's now running for judge, worked for Brad King during this time and now works for, of course, Kramer. 
So here's another one of these examples. Let's say Seth Brewer is elected to be the circuit judge. Seth Brewer has worked for the state attorney. Is that a chummy web of brokers? You'd have to say, wow, it could be, could it not? So what we have here is the opinion by a lot of people who are watching this thing unfold now about uh, uh, disinformation and, and uh, uh, Hillary the liar and all that. Um, they have determined that what happens here in these kind of situations, and we're just going to use Clinton's example right now. This has um, come out yesterday. Well, today, actually, in the, on the Wall Street Journal, looking at Mr. Sussman, who was acquitted yesterday of lying to the FBI. Um, what it has shown, well, people wonder, well, how does he get acquitted? Well, uh, according to the analysis in the journal, he gets acquitted because it has, he's a part of the incestuous uh, Beltway elite uh, in, 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 in Washington, D.C. Now, I'm telling you now, we've got a, we got a, I'm, I'm gonna ask the question. Do we not have what appears to be the same thing going on here? A chummy relationship? We got a supervisor, we've got a state attorney, we've even got a guy running for judge who ultimately could be on the judge. Uh, I don't know, man. We certainly have it in DC, according to the analysis came out today in the journal. Uh, the Clinton campaign used both the FBI and the media to smear Donald Trump. Now this is sourced. So if you see a Facebook or YouTube somewhere, took us down tomorrow, um, you know, you don't know what the little algorithm pundits are doing. Uh, this is sourced, this is fact. This is what's come out of the investigation, all right? Which exonerated Mr. Sussman, mysteriously exonerated, who is a part of the Beltway swamp, all right? So this is a chummy web of brokers who use their access in and influence to make things happen, all right? This is the way it works. Of this is unfortunately what has been referred to for a long time as the swamp. Sussman was tight with the FBI. Uh, the, the Bureau allowed him to edit the draft of one of its own press releases. He was on a first name basis with James Baker, who was the FBI general counsel then. Uh, he uh, <clears throat> uh, was a, 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 had special relationship with, with the FBI. And, and uh, he had special contacts uh, in the FBI. And uh, the thing that he was involved with perpetuating and spreading uh, what is, is, is as known as, uh, as a, a, as a uh, Russia Alpha Bank, which is a false accusation that um, uh, Trump had ties to this Russian bank. You remember, this became gospel and was all over the news media. And if you were to now, I suspect, question it, they'd probably get censored here by the algorithm. So um, this is sourced again. I want to tell you, this is sourced again uh, out of the Wall Street Journal analysis. So uh, the Steele dossier also received special handling. Uh, Fusion, Fusion GPS uh, shows a, a guy who uh, they knew would be uh, part of this incestuous swamp relationship. And used him. Um, uh, and so Steele goes to the 
FBI agents, and um, they go through their inside contact. Okay, inside relationships, and then um, there they go. Hello, Mark. What's on? What's on, buddy? <clears throat> hey, good morning, Ward. Uh, I just wanted to weigh in a little bit on this voter <laughs> registration stuff. Uh, I heard a really good discussion between uh, two talk radio guys this morning about Medicare. You know, North Carolina is really uh, twisting it around and trying to uh, come up and expand Medicare roles. The thing is, once you get on it, you're supposed to have a job to work at. Most states have, you know, waived the requirement to work to get med or Medicaid. And uh, but once you go on the Medicaid rolls, they never scrub those either. So they just keep adding and compounding whether you live, you know, at the address and hold the job you did or not. And and it's funny they kind of, any of these bureaucrat programs go hand in hand. You know, they keep adding to the list, but they never scrub the list so you know i'd like to see every state and uh, i've had a word with my registrar over the last year about what they do to try to verify people are actually still in the county still living because no one my grandson no longer lives in this county he lives up in petersburg so he's in a totally different county and i don't think he's ever re-registered to vote even though i've talked to him about it uh, but it's just uh, all these roles just never get scrubbed, and it it just bothers me. And the garden's doing well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're well, still I'm, picking I'm, asparagus, uh, cabbage, and everything. Go I'm ahead, Mark. I'm glad you're getting rain because we're not getting any. But you make a very good point, Mark, that um, this scrubbing of the roles by a bureaucracy that gets bigger and bigger and bigger and never has any constraints or self-discipline is um, really where the money falls uh, through the cracks and we end up picking up the tab for it. I, 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 I don't have any problem believing what you're saying at all um, about this. Um, I don't know whether you call it incompetence or uh, laziness. I'm not, these guys like, like, like uh, the, up here in the swamp, the guys like um, Biden, they've never known anything else but government jobs. I mean, They've never, ever had anything else but a government job. And they go to lunch with the government people. They hang out to government restaurants. This, that, one thing and another. Um, and if you listen to Kat Kamek talk about it, they don't have a clue what we're like down here in the hinterland. We're out. Yet they think they do. I mean, they certainly think they do. But they're only hearing themselves uh, talk to each other. And there's no difference in tone or content. So um, this is certainly what the story is coming out now with the Sussman and all the dirt that they dredged up to try to influence the election, the powerful guy. To me, the real villain in this whole thing of the Clinton entrapment, if you will, of, of, of her opponent uh, was really through John Brennan. He was the CIA director. He hated Trump from the very beginning, made no qualms about it was a nasty type of bully dude. He was the one who tipped Harry Reid to the collusion claims. And he prompted, who, who was in the Senate minority leader, to write a letter uh, that went public with the accusations and then got Comey to engineer this whole FBI uh, assault and catalyst to publish it. It's, um, it's a bunch of guys who go to lunch together, Mark. And, you know, 
you and I don't have those kind of relationships. Yeah, I, I agree, Ward. That's that's the way it goes. And even within the, uh, I'd say, 30 years in the Navy, in the officer community, you have a lot of that back and forth. And that's the way some people, you know, climb the ladder and, and make admiral in, uh, you know, 15 years or so and 20. And uh, other people, you know, barely can make lieutenant commander in uh, 20 or 30 years. And they just decide to get out because they won't play with uh, – the politics of it, and there's a lot of politics that go on in the military. I let y'all run, and uh, I got to get out here and do some more garden work. But it's like 40 degrees difference in temperature up here today. Even though we got just a little rain last night, uh, the garden loved it, and uh, I hope you guys get some rain down there. Maybe off of this front that's coming up off of Mexico, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be listening, and uh, we'll be out there sweating. Bye bye, Ward. Thank you, buddy. That's the real man right there, my friends. He's um, he's up on what's going on, and he's also close to nature, and he's been a long-time friend of the Ward Scott Files, and we really appreciate his support. Um, to try to sum up what we're talking about is this influence of these incestuous relationships, um, how the Clinton campaign, you know, was professional politicians. They've been around that community forever. Uh, they know which skids to grease. They know who's palm to line. Uh, they know who will promote the story, even if it's not legitimate news. Um, and what it's done to this country is it's disgraced the FBI. Uh, it's humiliated the press, if you can say the press can be humiliated. And, of course, the, the hard factual thing it did is the country spent three years on this investigation, which went nowhere. And, and it had nothing to do with Vladimir Putin. Absolutely nothing. And, and all the uh, Jerry Nadler and, and that crowd, Fat Jerry and and uh, pencil neck shift and all those people that Rush used to always call pencil neck. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it was a crowd that was full of itself, that had unlimited taxpayer money to run this uh, so-called investigation. And, and, and it was just all made up of a bunch of chums. So um, you got to realize that how this, this um, game is played. And, you, you, you know, it, and it's, it's I call it political theater. And it is the real hardcore way in which the world functions. Uh, I'm amazed at people who are in the political world who don't really understand how it's played. Um, it is played. And I've got to tell you, when I first got around it, I was just like everybody else. I mean, I'd never been involved with this crowd, the political crowd. And I, I sort of took things at face value. I mean, um, you know, where I came from, man's word was pretty much good. And if it wasn't, you didn't go back and do anything with that guy. And, and uh, you know, you're always straight up with your students and all that stuff. I get involved with this political crowd. And my God, I mean, you know, there's no, there's no, there's no discretion at all. They'll do what they need to do to do what they want to do. And it is, I've, all I've done, unfortunately, has gotten more deeply involved in it and, and uh, less naive. So, um um, but what we had here really uh, were poisonous and illegal uh, behaviors uh, aimed at undoing a, a duly elected president. OK, duly elected. And it was peddled by the Democrats and it had uh, um, the, the FBI involved and had uh, uh, the, the, the CIA involved. And it um, it was designed to um, and, and if it didn't get its way, then it went after the Electoral College. Now it's going after the Supreme Court. Um, you know, it, it's going after the institutions. Now it's going after the Constitution. 
with the Second Amendment when the whole thing was a hoax. It was created in 2016. And the big thing it was used to distract it was used for was to distract uh, from Clinton's um, illegal server. Do you remember she had a server set up on the side when she was secretary of state that was totally illegal? Ramsey Semerai talked about this. And that server, if I recall, got beaten into smithereens and it had acid poured on it. I, these are hardcore people now. These are hardcore people. And uh, this became really this, uh, according to the analysis by the journal, um, the predicate for everything was her illicit email server when she was secretary of the state and her trying to redirect attention from that uh, and, and, and doing it quite successfully. So, um, the, 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 the media and, and, you know, is this duplicitous in this and right involved in it. So people keep asking um, me, what about Hillary? No, they're never going. She did it, but they're never going. She's never going to be held responsible for it. Now, you go back to the supervisor elections thing, these hapless souls being dragged back from the big house here to the county jug. I don't know who's going to be held responsible. I know who, in my opinion, who should be held responsible, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I think what's going to happen is they're going to end up saying, oh, well, uh, we're going to drop everything and uh, go away, uh, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil, and everything, therefore, will be hunky-dory. That's kind of my prediction of where they're going to go with this. And uh, it's going to be um, interesting to see how wrong or right I am. And I, I am, I'm just observing uh, and making notations about what I observe. Thank you very much for being on the Ward Scott Files today and have a great weekend. Warthog Command Center out.